0: Hey guys, welcome to the next podcast from Dad's Driving Divorce, and today I have a really special guest with us today, John Steinbeck. I've talked briefly, well, not briefly, I've been talking about him for a little bit on some of my live shows, and he runs a channel called Brainwashing Children. Well, it's a channel and a Facebook page and a book. And I've been trying to coordinate to have a conversation with him. And luckily today, we've been able to pull it off. And uh, I want you guys to hear a little bit about his story, what he has to offer. He has some excellent insights on how to deal with parental alienation, especially when you are don't have a lot of reoccurring time with your kids, which I know I, a lot of times I talk about it in the context of, you know, with my 50-50, but... His situation is very pertinent to what a lot of you guys are going through, and uh, we're going to jump into it. So, thanks, John, for jumping in and taking an opportunity to come and hang out with us today. I really appreciate it.
1: Hey, Dwayne, great to be here, and I got to say, your channel is terrific. You're helping a lot of people, and uh, I really enjoy watching it. The funny thing is, I just discovered your channel like we talked about. Uh, what was it? A little bit over a week ago, and I didn't realize that was you because you had reached out to me on Facebook. Uh, this guy named Dwayne, and then I'm watching this and. <laughs> Five minutes of me finding your channel, I, I joined a live stream. Yeah. Uh, I'm over in China while this is happening real quick. And then uh, I chat. You know, you have a chat box. I said, hey, Dwayne, keep you know, great show watching from China. He said, hey, it's John topic. So that, what a small world. I discovered you. And five minutes later, I'm on your show.
0: That is amazing. <laughs> and and the funny part about that, guys, is uh, uh, one of the other subscribers had mentioned you to me. They're like, you got to check this guy out. I watched some of your videos. And that's when I had emailed you, I guess, like three or four weeks ago. And, uh, and then I'd, we'd actually had some conversations through Facebook and stuff. So it was really funny. So when you jumped on, I thought you just happened to finally, you know, you're like, oh, okay. Hey, I'll be on. That, that, was, that was pretty I awesome. I realized that was you. So that, anyways,
1: I said it. That's back uh, backstory. I think
0: that's pretty funny. But I, I want to mention, be, when I first found you. And one of the first videos I watched was the one about summer vacations or the power of summer vacations. And and that was amazing. And, and, and guys, I know I know a lot of times when I bring your channel up, I'll go to that video. But uh, so definitely check that out. You guys have to subscribe to his channel. Uh, check out his, his Facebook page. Uh, and I'll put links in the show notes and in the description of the YouTube video. Check it out. His, his following on Facebook is I think like 22 or 23,000 people. So he's really pushing a movement there. And, uh, so, so on your story, how did, you know, how did you, well, how did you get to where you are now? Right. I mean, I mean, this is, it's not an easy step to get to where you go through one of these toxic divorces and then you're creating content to help other people who are struggling with the exact same thing you went through. So, so briefly go through how, you know, how did you get here today?
1: Basically, it, it started happening when my son was about five or six, and it just happened pretty much overnight. It happened within a few weeks, him going from being really excited to talk on the phone with me because we were a few hours away, to all of a sudden, hello? No? Yes? Wow. He, he clearly changed in just a matter of a few weeks, and I'm you know, asking, like, what's going on down there? And I made the cardinal mistake, cardinal rule mistake of what not to do, which is, are they bad-mouthing me down there? Are they trashing wow. me? you don't do that. Uh, So I made that mistake and it just got really bad to where he would be crying at drop-offs, not wanting to see me. And I just kind of like you, Dwayne, I just researched what's going on here. And that's when I realized people call parental alienation syndrome, all the other things. I just called it. She's, he's being brainwashed. Yeah. I, I learned everything I could about the topic. And I always felt like I had a decent connection with kids in general, not just him, my son, so I thought, I thought, there's there's a way through this because I just knew there's a way through the lies because he was yeah. basically hearing a bunch of lies about me. And my biggest thing that I focused on at that point was getting to see him more often and going through the courts and doing that. Of course, I, I was one of the many parents that was not able to get much through the courts, but that's a whole other topic. Yeah. And uh, so I got to see him more. And as I got to see him more, one of the big turning points was after I was with him for six weeks during a summer visitation that we had together. And at that point I realized what clicked for him was that he's experiencing these feelings with me and my, and my family and that side of his family tree. And, and I know I knew in my heart, these feelings are nothing like what he's been told. So that's when I realized yeah. this is, this is good. I need to keep seeing him obviously during the school year as well. But during the summertime, it was where we during the summertime was where I was able to really create a big disconnect between what he's hearing in his, in his unhappy, as I call it, in his unhappy home. And then what uh, he's experiencing with me. So that's why I made that video. And basically in summary, it's, if you don't have the time now through the court system, because you know, your angry ex doesn't want you to see your child at all in in most cases, that it really behooves you to see them a maximum amount of time, time during the summer. Because your real personality will come out and they will they will discover the real you. And to me, that was probably the biggest um, step in reversing uh, the alienation that was going on. And by the way, the, it continued on. The alienation probably continues on today. We don't talk about it because it's not an issue at all between us today. And he's 18. And yeah. uh, we can talk about that later too. But to answer your question – that's what got me to start it. I wanted to help other people. Um, I did not like what was happening. And I saw it happening in a lot of uh, my co-workers homes as far as divorces. And then because in my field, uh, it's mostly men. And I would say in about half the cases, the, the kids were being turned against them. So I just felt it was a, incumbent upon me to help other people since it was working in my case with what I was doing.
0: Yeah, one thing I've noticed is that the techniques are—it's it's really simple, right? I mean, it, it's, ta- it's basically peeling back that emotional layer of it from, for us, right, to, to stop being angry and, and to stop—like you said earlier, you know, are, are, you, are they bad-wouthing me? Or are mm-hmm. basically where you're putting your child in the middle of it and just taking that step back and just focusing on that relationship with your kid. Now, I mean, that's, that's the key, right? I mean, that's really the simplest terms, on, and it's really effective, even though it doesn't seem like it would be sometimes. If,
1: if exactly don't talk about it at all now there's there's case times when you have to but if you can just enjoy your time with them don't say a, a word about what's going on in court yeah. unless they're teenagers and they understand things then i mean there are of course exceptions to every rule but i like your oh, rule, yeah. in general, which is which is yeah just don't talk about it because now let's say you've been with them for three four times this right. call all weekends you've been with them three or four weekends on the fifth one, they're going to show up knowing that you're not going to be talking about drama with them because no kid likes this drama. and They're getting enough of it in the alienator's household. Right. So what you've basically done and already three or four visits now is without talking about it is they know in their gut that, well, when I go out with mom or dad, man, at least I'm going to get away from all this emotional abuse and this drama. And we're just, and I'm just kind of a relaxing right. good time.
0: Yeah and that 's and 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 that I, that is the key, and it took you know I, and we 're talking about this, and it, you know it 's like oh yeah, this is the the magic pill, uh, and in a lot of ways it is, but it took me a few years to really grasp that I mean, I still- are st- not now, but back then i I really struggled with with that and and it may be in my situation because i I ended up with fifty fifty so then that that drove more of the interactions uh with the kids and with the ex. And it kept those, basically those nerves really raw. Mm -hmm. But as soon, and I talk about, I talk about this a lot in my stuff, as soon as you can calm your environment down, things tend to change. And let me ask you this, did your situation, when you, when you kind of pivoted and said, okay, I'm going to try this technique, Mm -hmm. how quickly did you start seeing results?
1: Um, Well, seeing him every other weekend, I would say within the first two months, I already started seeing results.
0: That's pretty good.
1: That's That's fast. But again, I was not, uh, my behavior was correct for the situation. My behavior right. was very calm. My behavior was not. So, what are they do, what are they talking about me at home? You know, none of that nonsense. Uh, I call it the uh, the uh, post visitation shakedown when the child goes back and yeah. they're grilled. I did none of that stuff. All I would say is, "Hey, husband, how's how was your week in school? What's going on? What's what's new at home?" Right. Just very generic, like nothing's going on. And um, uh, yeah, and I think kids respond to that really, really yeah. well. What kid likes? To be thrown in the middle of this, nobody. So no. even if they align with a parent and they're denigrating, keep in mind that they're denigrating you because they don't. They don't want to lose favor. They don't want to. Li- uh, they don't want to lose the approval of the alienator.
0: Yeah, I often talk about that. That we have to keep in mind. Two, basically, two things is. When our kids are around us, really focus on the interaction with them. You know, how are they actually acting? I mean, if they're if they're withdrawing and they're attacking and stuff like that, that's that's an issue. But but yeah. once you get to a point where you really start seeing improvements, focus on that. And then the second part is to remember that your ch- our children are still living in that environment. They still have to survive in that environment. You know, we're out right. of it for what other reason, either by choice or by discard. But they are still in the middle of it and they have to survive. So there are going to yeah. be times that the kids, our kids will throw us under the bus yeah. to survive in the environment they're in. And we have, I mean, it's not Correct. great, but it's one of those things that you have to accept and, and not let it torpedo you on what you're trying to do um, right. to create pro- or not create problems, but the, well, yeah, cause you end up creating more problems and I say that cause I know I've done that. Right. So mm. <laughs> it took me a while to learn those little nuggets.
1: Self-control is really big, especially for us guys, because we tend to, get more vocally angry and go directly at the problem and attack the problem straight on. Yeah. You know, we can't do that. This is where we just have to bite our lip and say, you know, I'm gonna concentrate, you know, you spool all you want to with your friends and your, your, your new wife, your new husband, whatever, but you gotta, right. you gotta zip it and, uh, and concentrate and having a good time. Like you say,
0: well, you made a good point when you said, you know, wife or husband, I mean, you know, stereotypically, I think a lot of people think this is just a dad problem, but uh, I've noticed with my channel and you probably noticed with your own thing, it, it's when you have a toxic parent, it doesn't matter whether it's, it's the mom or the dad, the, the, the technique or what they do and the outcomes and everything are all the same. And yeah. it's really frustrating. They
1: all come from the same pattern.
0: Where Absolutely. I get that you have a video that talks about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it's like they all play from the same playbook.
1: Yeah. They all play from the same playbook. It's just, it's it's really fascinating on how, and I don't really understand how this, how this all comes about, but yeah. So if you learn narcissistic personality traits, um, which I talk about, and you do too, and this is a huge part of understanding them. I mean, you you give me when I I'm a pilot, so when I fly with somebody going through a divorce and they're and they're dealing with this, I can read down a laundry list. Are they doing this? They're doing this. They're doing this. They're doing this. And usually, 95 percent of things I I rattle off the list of narciss, narcissistic personality traits uh, that they have. Them. It's just really really interesting on how you can you really really figure them out. Well.
0: Yeah, and the sad part is, is that it seems like most people don't really want to talk about it. Are they? Are they pull the? Oh yeah, I went through that too. You know, I just buck up, get over it, or whatever. Um, And I don't personally. I never felt that those comments were very helpful. So uh, it makes it really tough when you're when you're struggling going through it, and you know, and and the other person you're talking to doesn't get it. So whoever your friends are, I mean, that is a tremendous resource to have somebody who really has an understanding and then can help them understand it. Because I would imagine you've had a few aha moments with those folks where they're just like, yeah, that's exactly what I'm going through. Right? Yeah.
1: In fact, for me, uh, I had a girlfriend at the time who was just amazing in helping me get through this and amazing in helping talk to him as that third person, that outsider who he trusted, who wasn't being trashed. And wow. uh, that's another topic uh, to be discussed. But having that third trusted person that that will counter the lies—that's that's thats that, thats what helped me a lot. And I think you maybe have that going on too now in your situation.
0: I, I did for a little while, but then once the in my situation, once CX realized that she wasn't able to get the reaction at me, she started targeting the girlfriend. So oh, wow. that was. Uh, that was a unique experience and one that wasn't expected. That's why I often say every time you make a, a headway with a narcissistic personality type, most of the time they're going to modify what they're doing and tweak it to try something else. So that's great that that didn't happen in your situation.
1: Yeah. I'm sorry it happened in yours, but yeah, these people are emotional uh, um, uh, manure spreaders. They want to spread their manure all over the place.
0: They yeah, for start- what it, it's crazy. Cause they want to live in drama and Correct. and 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 it's amazing because i would imagine you've had the same same thoughts too that if you know the, take less effort to make this friendly and focus on our on our son on your station on your guys' son it would have been easier right i mean there would have been cooperation and support and for whatever reason they just they can't handle that and it has to be you know you're bad and mm-hmm. I'm going to destroy you and your child yep. and our child is going to pick me and not you because you're be- because you're evil. And that's just the way it is. And it's just really unfortunate.
1: They want to win at all costs. And that's what this is all about. They yeah. want to win. And when you add to that, their deep lack of empathy, that's the fatal mix for why they yeah. do it. Because I have a video that talks about, you know, why do they do it? And then I come back on. No, no. Why? People might say, well, they do it because they're angry. And they're mad at you because they feel like they're a victim. And I say, okay, well, you were angry. You might have felt like a victim on some level, but you didn't do this. So what's the difference? And my answer to that is that is, uh, is the two narcissistic traits of deep lack of empathy and they want to win at
0: all costs. And it doesn't matter who is the collateral damage. No, that's
1: why they're willing to abuse their own child. and, And think about it this way. They are happy if a child is suffering and crying about you let's say a story they just said well your dad or your mother doesn't love you anymore look what they did and the child is crying what is going through that alienator's mind at that point they're happy what yeah. does that say about their soul i think it's pretty sick for them to yeah. be okay no, with I that hear you.
0: Happening. it's funny you mention that i've often uh said on on videos and live streams that people you know y- you at one point you want your children to see behind the mask, but the day that they see behind the mask and you see the pain and hurt in their eyes and in their face, mm-hmm. it sucks. Yeah. You totally. know, we, we don't sit there and go, yes, finally. We're like, Oh crap, this isn't any fun either. I mean, it's just, it, yeah. it's a, uh, yeah, there's not a lot of victories in this. I mean, there, there are, right. I mean, in your situation for what you talked about, i being able to turn this, the relationship with your son around. I mean, that is a huge victory but I mean it's there's just a lot of uh, a lot of pain and, and hurt associated with all this. It's just really unfortunate.
1: Well and a lot of lost time with all the denied contacts and having yeah. to go back to court time and time again. Yeah. If you think about it from here on out, I mean, a kid that grows up in this environment, he's gonna get married one day, he's gonna have kids, and this yeah. is his grandmother mother or his grand or their grandmother or grandfather one day. So you're right, this really never ends, although it will get better with us and as both of us, it is, and we're helping others get to that point. In the end, you're right. uh, They still lose out big time. in the fact that they have this toxic, uh, extremely toxic parent that they have to deal with the rest of their life.
0: So, so let me ask you this with your son. So this whole thing started when, when he, you said he was five and he just recently or, or he's getting ready to turn 18. So did it take, I mean, you said at a couple of months, things started happening. So did it get to a point where, uh, like I'm at a point now where when the kids come over, it doesn't matter how long they are with their mom. When they walk in the door, it's like they hadn't left. It was like they were there yesterday. Yep. Uh, and it took a long for me. It took probably about a year to get to that point. How long did it take for that that situation to to get there for to you? Where it
1: pretty much back to normal was a couple years. Okay. Where to, I think it took his maturity and then his getting to know that hey, when I hang around dad, here's what I can expect an expectation. Yeah. For and he also knew that that I call, Oh no, options and opinions. I gave them options. Hey, we're thinking about doing this this weekend. What would you like to do? That Hmm. way they have skin in the game and they can never, they can't go back and honestly tell the other parent, well, we did this and I didn't enjoy it. Hmm. They might say that to placate the parent, but when they have input, that's, it's a little subtle thing, but I think it's important. Don't say we're doing this all weekend long and they're like, okay, give them an option. Say, what do you think? I probably said that phrase right there more times then you can imagine. What do you think about this? What do you think about going here this weekend, or would you rather go here? Give them options because I guarantee you they're not giving this, they're not being given this at home. Right. They're being told what they're going to do. And the other one is I always ask for their opinions, which is what I just said. Oh, what, what do you think about um, whether it's basketball? My son loves basketball. Hey, what do you think about the Boston Celtics this this year? Can they take on the Cavs? You know, I ask a lot of what do you think about. And also with personality traits, you'll see a, a, a child act up and this parent yelling at them in a the store. And that's a magic op- magical opportunity for you to look at that and go, oh, man, what, what do you think about that parent? And I joke about parents who are bad. I call them Parents of the Year Award. So I'll say, oh, I think that, that, that father gets a Parent of the Year Award, doesn't he? And we laugh about it. So no, that's good. So I got a little bit sidetracked there. But uh, give them no, options and opinions. It took a few years to that point, and just like it did you, and that's really cool that your kids are now comfortable when they come home. And uh, oh yeah, in, in my house as well. And that's the peace of mind that's that's going to be in your household if you follow for the viewers watching. If you follow Dwayne's advice and my advice, my advice down the road, peace of mind is what's going to happen. And they're going to have peace of mind and predictability when they come to your house. There's yeah. not going to be pans being thrown around and people raising their voices yelling at each other. It's going to be a calm, calm environment. That's huge.
0: Oh, yeah. And I, I just want to mention on that is that, you know, I have a lot of folks who have limited or no time with their kids. And sometimes there's, there's a disconnect with my story because, well, you have more time, right? Well, you know, it's like, Dwayne, you're able to do it because you have 50-50. That's what I really like about your story is that our techniques are, are I mean, our pretty much in line, even though we've never talked before, but I mean, we kind of came to the same solutions going through the same experiences. And you're kind of living that that nightmare, not, not the complete nightmare scenario where you don't have any access to your kids, but you're basically relegated to every other weekend or really short amount of time. And you're still able to 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 combat the issue in a really effective way and see results really quickly. And and that's phenomenal. I mean, that is, that's 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 great to have out there and for people to understand because hopefully it will give them hope that their situations can be – I mean, it's going to take time and it's going to take work, but that, it's, that there's a way around it.
1: And it was actually worse than that, uh, Dwayne, because I went for an airline pilot possession order or it's also called a variable possession order because I don't have a normal routine every month. I asked for two weekends of my choice and I got denied that by that judge. I was hamstrung and I, at some months I would see my son for 30 hours because of the fact that I would fly in, you know, on a Saturday morning, had to drive two hours to see him. And so I, I was constrained even more than what you're thinking. And uh, I was still able to overcome it by over time. And it took a couple years. This isn't fast, but over a couple years, him realizing it. But the key is you got to get in there. You can't just sit back and go, well, he doesn't want to see him anymore, or it's too difficult. It's too expensive. Trust me, if you're resourceful and you really want to see your kids, you can do it despite any incompetent uh, family court system. Like, like I had, it was a completely incompetent family court system.
0: That had to be really demoralizing just to, you know, you're hoping for some fairness or for some, for some support to add some sanity into it. And when they don't, They basically enabled her to push me even further out of his life.
1: It's, it's a, it's really sad story. And I know that's affected, that's affecting a lot of dads and moms today. And uh, we can talk about another show, but.
0: Yeah. And well, that, I'm glad you said that because, you know, just to add that extra context into it and, and just for people to understand, but see, here's the key. And I think this is the, the part that a lot of people miss and, and you mentioned it earlier, is you get so wrapped up in those emotions. And it's really hard, right? To have that perseverance and have that self control to where when you finally see your kid, because I'm going to imagine that when you first started seeing him, he wasn't happy to see you. He was, you know, trying to make it as difficult as possible, trying to push your button. Now, I think he was probably testing you to see if you would just give up, right? You know, is, is daddy really going to be the way mommy says? So you have to be consistent. I talk a lot about, a lot about you get the poop, you know, the poke in the eye thing. Uh-huh. And you have to, be able to, to, to let that roll off, focus on, focus on the goal and the prize and that the, the goal is the relationship with your kid and the prize is repairing it. And as soon as you can do that and let some of those other things go, which is incredibly hard. I mean, I, and I would imagine that was hard for you too.
1: Yeah, it really was. Uh, I call it water off a duck's back. Yeah. You say like Teflon, you just have to take it because they'll they'll say occasionally narcissistic things Oh, absolutely. Of course, completely parroting things Mm -hmm. like, well, I really don't want to see this summer uh, that much. And the child's five and this is five months away. So they're just parroting what the other parent is saying. And you just have to learn how to bite your lip and pick your battles and just not put them in the middle. Just go. uh, A thing I said a lot was, I understand.
0: I understand. Yeah, so validate their concerns, validate yeah. his concern, or that you're not just ignoring it, Correct. but also not succumbing to it and saying, okay, fine, I won't see, you know, I won't see you. Yeah, exactly I, I had a friend of mine early on uh, when I started my process, a piece of advice he gave me and a mistake he said he made is he's uh, military. So he, you know, added that actual little drama or, you know, into it with uh, deployments and PCS and stuff like that. And uh, it was the summer vacations when the kids would say, "Well, I don't want to go see you," and they would pitch you know they would pitch a fit, and he would like, "Okay, well, to make things easier, I just won't do it." and he said "That was the worst mistake he ever made and later in life, his kids came back and said, "Well when you when I said I didn't want to go, well, they didn't say it this way, but basically they were saying, "When you said I didn't have to come, I felt that you didn't care about me mm. and i mean and, and you know, and he didn't realize that until they were later, late teens and, you know, past 18 when he was trying, you know, trying to rebuild this destroyed relationship with these kids. And, you know, the is I mean, it, it's not irreparable, but there's mistakes that you make along the way. So,
1: yeah, you know what? You can actually step back. Uh, and I did this. Um, I did this. And what I told my son was this. So the drama just was not was nonstop. And he was about 11 or 12. It was nonstop and I was just really, really tired of it because it was, it's affecting all areas of my life. And you can't do that, by the way, you have to have, you have to be like a, a a container ship with, you know, airtight compartments. You can't just let that poison that they're spewing sit in all areas of your ship Well, I was letting that I was, my ship was sinking. So I told my son this, I said, you know what? And we were in a good spot at that point, as far as he knew he had a good time with me every time we got together, there was no drama. But there's still drama at home, and she was stirring up drama. I just said, you know what? I'm really tired of the drama. I said, I need to break. I said, here's what i would do. I'm just going to step back a little bit, and when you want to see me, because we had cell phone connection, you let wow. me know when you want to see me. I'm just – I don't like the drama. I don't like that you're in it. And you know what he said? He said, I like your idea. <laughs> wow. And we actually took about a year and a half break from each other. However, I still – here's a secret. I still call him every few weeks. Okay. I still checked in on him. I still texted him. So I was not gone. I just wasn't seeing him much. And guess what? A few months later, he said, hey, uh, we're coming up to my area of the state, uh, and I want to see you. Nice. That came from him. That did not, clearly, that did not come from his mother. It came from right. him. So that's that's something you can do. If you need to take a break, it, I did it. It worked for me. It worked for uh, for my son. Do it. But here's the key don't just drop off the map right still still reach out uh with text be available call. yeah be available uh, and you're right and the reason that didn't work i think in your in that situation that you just mentioned is because when the father said he's taking a break or he's just doesn't want to was it the summer that he was taking a break yeah. from i don't remember yeah. he probably didn't call or reach out or do anything so i just wanted to add that in i think it's really important if you do take a break by all means do it, it it's really helpful if if you're just if you just need to check out for a while from the drama, but don't completely withdraw.
0: Well, and it's, yeah, it's funny you say that because, um, every once in a while I'll I'll get a comment from somebody or an email saying, I, you know, when is it okay to give up, you know? And, you know, people who don't have to deal with this or people who are, I mean, even, you know, I mean, I'm farther along, you're farther along. Um, I think we both can still empathize with that, but there are, are times where it's just, it gets too much. I mean, it's just, it's, it, you know, you're getting you're getting it from all sides. And like you said, it starts corrupting the rest of your life. I'm, I really like what you were talking about with the container ship idea and keeping it compartmentalized because this can ruin everything. And then as you start getting beat down on it and you start reminiscing or ruminating about it, it just can make it worse. So that's really a great piece of advice. I'm glad you said that.
1: Thanks. You bet it, it works. I hope, hope guys uh, guys try that. Don't feel bad. Don't feel guilty about taking a break for a while. Do not feel guilty. You got to take care of yourself as well on this planet
0: yeah absolutely that's really that's a really great point so did your custody ever change i mean did you ever get more time or has it always been i mean i know you're an air so i don't know if you mentioned it before but but uh, you're an airline pilot is that the right way to say it or so you're fly all car, over the I world fly
1: cargo. i don't fly people okay I fly, I fly for a company that's uh has a lot of brown trucks rolling around <laughs> the
0: uh, countryside so you, you fly the big planes yes <laughs> so yeah that's but but i mean the problem with that is is that Like you said earlier, it makes it nearly impossible to have a set schedule. It does. So, did you ever? Were you ever able to to increase your time with your son, or has it always been this? Uh,
1: And I hired. Get this. I hired the 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 largest family law firm in Texas, out of Dallas, to represent me because I thought this piece of the puzzle was so important. And we still got rejected. Basically, we just asked for, um, and I'd give plenty of notice that I would ask for two weekends per month of my choosing well in advance. Denied. So what happened was, uh, remember I took that break that we just talked about. Yeah. And when I came back is I went directly to him and said, Hey, I'm going to be off. So imagine he's 13, 14. And I say, Hey, I, I'm going to be off this next weekend. I'd like to see, uh, if, if you're available. So it's always, it was never a guilt tripping thing. Of I miss you and I want to see yeah, you, yeah. none of that nonsense. I said, very matter of fact, Hey, I'm going to be in town. Uh, uh, I'll be in, be in the state this weekend would love to see you if, if you'd like to see me, that'd be great. If not, no, no worries, no biggie. And he would say yes to probably 90, percent of those. So we started making our own visitation outside of the alienator.
0: Yeah. And, and and I'm glad you brought that up because one of the things, and I'm sure that you heard this too, when you started your thing, you know, don't put your kids in the middle, you don't coordinate through them. The problem is when you're dealing with a toxic person who isn't looking at the best interest of, of their, of their kid. You can't do it, right? And then you end up having to do those things. And the pivot on that is the subtle manipulation. I'm assuming your, your ex was basically kind of a covert type to where it's not over, so overt. But as soon as you create like the dynamic, what you just said, and then your son is saying, hey, dad's going to be in, um, I want to go see him. I mean, she could try to say we have plans, but it'll kill her narrative if she just says no. And, and, and that's exactly the same boat I was in. I finally got to the point where it's like, I know... And I hate to say this, but the real catalyst for change is going to be our children. Whenever they start saying, "Hey, this is important to me. I want to do this," and until that point, you're hosed.
1: No, that's a good. St- that's a, that's really well said, and I believe that's what happened because I don't think she is willing to stand up to him and and take the backlash of right. him being ticked off at her all weekend long. Let's say. And again, I don't know this for a fact. I don't ask these questions about yep. uh, him. So. I'm just guessing, though, and knowing these narcissists that I do now, and you do too, know these people, uh, yeah, that's clearly, and then they, of course, you know they do this. They do the guilt tripping. Well, you're mm-hmm. going to miss this. You're going to miss your great-great-aunt Sue's birthday. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they, they come up with the most insane arguments for not seeing you. It's, it's ridiculous.
0: I had, uh, early on in this, I had the kids in uh, uh, the after-school, pro- our summer camp program on where I work or the base I'm at. And, uh, every day that they had something really great for the, for the, for the girls to do, that was always with their mom. I mean, so I remember at one point there was a trip to the planetarium down in LA, um, or maybe Griffith park or whatever. I mean, really cool trip. And I was like, Hey honey, do you want to go? Oh yeah, I want to go. I'm like, okay, I'll ask your mom, sent the note saying, Hey, can she go? I I was ignored until one o'clock in the morning, the day of the trip. Mm-hmm. and the answer back was oh thank you but we well, we have other plans and then when i saw my daughter you know later i'm like hey what did you guys do we went to the library you know i mean it's just it's it's you know and all it is is it's all control manipulation and it's try it's trying to triangulate you to get you mad right to to get you i don't know i'm telling my story instead of your story but to get you to get irritated so that you have a conflict with the child which then backs up the narrative that they're saying and creates a whole extra set of drama
1: yeah emotional man- manipulation that's what they're experts at and that's what you're fighting and that's what you and i are are, are fighting to this day but it's gotten easier hasn't it
0: oh it, you know it yeah it's gotten a lot easier i mean it's one thing that's interesting What you're talking about earlier about you know, asking your son, you know, hey, what about this? What about this, that on for plans? I've actually had to do different on that because anytime I pre-plan and I say, hey, guys, you know, in a month we're going to for summer vacation, we're going to go here. As soon as they tell their mom, then it's if, it, if we're going to the beach, they're allergic to the sun. You know, it's too many people, the sand. You know, they hate this. You know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. They, it, they they trash talk your
1: uh, vacation
0: plans. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, and I've seen it before where we'll do something, they'll have a, a boatload of fun. It'll be great. They'll go back to their moms when they come back the next weekend. It was the worst trip ever. I mean, it yeah. was it's it's crazy.
1: And think about the what what the alienator is having to do and all this mental gymnastics to try to poison everything. And these people are just, I just don't understand how you can claim to love your child or children and do this to them.
0: Yeah. They get vapor locked in this reality tunnel uh, and this cone of chaos. And in their mind, and my opinion of this is they have this image of you, that you're this monster, that you're this abusive, you know, probably narcissistic person. That's what they're projecting on there. And, they can't look past it, right? Because they have to be the victim. They, ha- they, they, can't, they cannot look into themselves and be introspective and say, oh, crap, because yeah. it's too hurtful. It's too scary, right? We can, right? We can look at it and go, okay, you know, what do I try different? What can we do differently? But they, I mean, in my situation, I'm, I'm at the six-year mark, and it's the same crap. And you're at, what, the f- what, 13, 14-year mark, yeah. and it's the same. Sorry. I mean, You don't have to deal with it with your son anymore, but I would imagine your ex... Acts the exact same way she did, you know, twenty years ago. I mean, it's the same yeah. person, and right. she's stuck in this in this reality. It's just, it's it's bad.
1: Yeah, it's bad. But uh, hey, here we are. we these these two people have now turned into a, us into. A, how do I say it? These two people, their abusive actions, are now helping people like you, helping my people like me, help others. So yeah, uh, that's the best we can do is uh, take something that's really awful. And then turn it into something better, which uh, you're doing. So uh, yeah,
0: so are you. I mean, and it's it's. uh, I'm glad you brought that up because I want to ask you this question because I've I've went with this, or I I feel like this now. Do you feel in some ways that the best thing that ever happened to broaden your life was this experience?
1: Absolutely, And, and I'll go one step further to say that I've even shared with my son the fact that almost every single. Bad event that's happened to me in my life, I've turned around into something really good. And See, that's a great lesson. Yeah, and he, and he and he knows about my book, by the way. I didn't tell him about it. So, uh, someone, someone in his immediate family did, but anyways. So he knows that I have this this platform. Facebook page. Yeah, thank you, this platform. And so I, I think he knew what I was talking about when I said that because um, I tell uh, he knows that I I help uh, thousands of people on the internet deal with divorce issues stuff yeah. like that. So, um, yeah.
0: well then, you know, then the, the, the follow on issue with that is just breaking the cycle with him. Right. I mean, I think that you and I probably have the same goal is, you know, rebuild our lives, rebuild the relationship with our kids mm-hmm. and then ultimately have them to be able to have good boundaries to, to recognize warning signs early on, not allow themselves to be emotionally. I mean, and granted he still is with his mom, but I mean, be able to identify it so that when you take that step into adulthood or when he takes that step, He's not going to repeat the same scenario. I mean, you don't want to be, you know, in 20 years, whenever you guys are sitting, you know, at a, at, you know, whatever for dinner someplace. And he's getting to saying, dad, I'm going through the exact same thing. That's neither one of us want that.
1: No, definitely not. And unfortunately that happens a lot too. I mean, I think you, you're the bookhead situation where you had, if I'm not mistaken, your mom alienate you against yeah. your dad. Yeah, and absolutely. Now, you're, you're seeing on, uh, on a whole, you know, a whole family tree multiple times.
0: Yeah. So I take a like you were talking earlier about those, uh, those little parenting moments or those, those little out in the public and you see things. I try to do that. I mean, I don't do it with their mom saying, you know, Hey, she does this and it's bad. It's when things come up and they're dealing with their friends and their friends are doing things yes. that are really toxic yes. and pushing boundaries, taking the moment to have those conversations to say, Hey, well, kind of like what you're saying. I mean, I don't know if I say, you know, well, what do you think about it? But it's like basically along those lines, it's like, okay, so is that really the right way to treat somebody? You know, is that is that I mean, is that respecting your boundary or are you respecting theirs? Mm -hmm. And it's trying to take it to where to plant that seed to say, okay, this, you know, and effectively what I'm saying is, is the the behavior that you're seeing isn't normal and you don't have to choose to live that way. Yeah, you're showing them contrast.
1: Yeah. And contrast is huge. And by the way, they're also seeing contrast at school when they see and they have these nice teachers, these very sweet, let's say this sweet uh, teacher there of theirs when they see these nice normal adult human beings who are not filled with venom and hate, that's yeah. really helpful down, down the line with your case, because that's just another example for them that, okay, so my mom or my dad lashing out all the time and, and just, you know, spewing all this venom, venom, that's not normal. And it's, yeah. contrast. it's just another, it's just another way of creating contrast for your children, for them to make up their own minds about you.
0: Yeah, exactly. So I wanted to ask you. Uh, I mean, we were talking the other day. You had mentioned that, uh, or I think, if I understood you correctly, you're getting ready to kind of ramp up making more videos and, and doing more stuff. Um, what? So, what's your plan going forward? What the? What are you planning on doing with your site, um, with your Facebook page, and your YouTube channel, and and maybe another book? Or, or what's your 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 forward plan?
1: Right now, I'm trying to fill out my uh, YouTube. I didn't mention YouTube. I'm also on YouTube, but uh, I've got a small. Um, platform there. I'm trying to make it a lot larger. I'm adding a lot more videos. Um, if you were to go to YouTube and just type in parental alienation, though, my one of videos is number two, one, two or three normally, uh, lately that's been really good. Um, yeah. basically how to begin reversing parental alienation. That's what that video is about. So I'm on YouTube, uh, brainwashing children. Uh, I'm launching a podcast here in the next month or so. It's already up on iTunes, but there's only one show. It's called mm. Unbrainwashed. Just one word, <laughs> Unbrainwashed. Oh, that's good. I like that. Thanks. And uh, that's on iTunes. But like I said, you're, you're only going to see one one um, show there. I'm right now cutting the shows for that. Okay. Uh, Facebook is where I throw all my stuff, and that's where most of my stuff gets the most traction because a lot of, for instance, of, uh, men's rights groups, 50-50 shared parenting groups, they share my stuff. So oh, uh, I would say definitely go to Facebook. Um, I'm on Twitter, but I'm not even, my handle is mental kid abuse, and I haven't, and I haven't, uh, I, I don't really maintain that, so disregard okay. the Twitter account, really. But um, m- my book is still uh, out there; it's been out there for I think five or six years. Wow, uh, by the same name. And um, but I'd say Facebook and YouTube is where to find myself. I've got 50 videos that I've been sitting on, just waiting for the right moment to start releasing these. So um, you'll see all of those. Uh, coming up here in the next few months out on YouTube. So I'd say ba- basically go to YouTube, brainwashing children, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, or Facebook, brainwashing children, and check out um, my uh, check out iTunes uh, and my podcast called Unbrainwashed.
0: That is that you, you guys you have to check his stuff out um, per, he, the information is really good it's really well produced uh, easy easy to consume, which is always nice, and the information is spot on uh, and and to, and to have the voice of somebody who is dealing with a situation where they had limited time with their kid is really important. So on that, John, thanks for, thanks for hanging out with us. I really appreciate this opportunity to, 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 have a, to, to chat with you, to share your story, and to expose, or not expose, but to, to put out the information so people can find more information about your story and your techniques to help because it really can, it can change your life
1: it can it might be the biggest fight you ever battled, but but excuse me battle but it's the most important one and it can be done and don't let anybody tell you otherwise and please do not give up whatever you guys do and uh, likewise Dwayne let's do this again i really enjoyed talking with you and uh, sharing all our all our information with these parents that really need this uh, information yeah,
0: i absolutely definitely want to do that all right guys thanks for uh, hanging out with us and catch us on the next podcast